We're back for another edition of Chat BTV. I'm Mark Johnson. I'm Stella Rose Johnson. But we're also going to be not only featuring the two of us on the podcast because, well, that wouldn't be as interesting as it possibly could be. So today we're actually going to chat with uh, one of Stella's best friends, one of my faves. I can't say your favorite, even though you are, because that might, well, other people might, you know, be upset if I say that. So I'm not going to say that, even though you are. And we're going to be featuring today uh, Annie Bedell. And Annie has been friends with Stella for... We have been friends for about, I think this year is eight, eight years, 2015. I think I'm looking to Stella. It was July 4th, one of the years of high school. I do believe it was eight years. So that is, I'm just trying to do the math as we go along here. That would be more than a third, about a third, almost a third of your lives. Wow. Okay. That, that's, that's a lot. Um, and one of the reasons that I was hoping we talked to Annie is we get a little different view of Stella than her own view of herself my view of her and part of our exercise here is so when Stella listens to this and we all listen to this 10 years from now we can um, look back and reflect on um, the fabulous young woman that she is don't blush it's okay Uh, so Annie let's start with um, how did you guys meet that is a wonderful question. Um, Stella and I had met through some mutual friends, but it was actually social media that brought us together. She and I had followed one another, but never met in person. And then one day we connected on Snapchat and she sent me a message and basically was like, I think we should be friends. And I said, all right, sounds good to me. And it was a couple months before we actually ended up meeting in person, but um we just connected from there and sort of built a friendship virtually for a bit until it was in person. Why did you want to be friends with her? She, <laughs> um, well, it was funny because the way that she, I think, tried to approach the situation was through a lot of compliments to a stranger, which was very impressive. I felt very like honored to have been celebrated in such a way. I think the words were somewhere of... um. I feel like I'm talking to a celebrity and this is a huge joke between us now. Um, But she was just very forward and confident and she seemed like a good person and fun and she was clearly kind. And those are very important factors to me and a friend. What do you remember? Um, I can confirm all of those things for a little backstory. Annie at the time was dating someone I went to school with. So I heard a lot of good things about, well, I had gone to school with him previously in middle school. Um, so I had heard a lot about her also, you know, Vermont is small and you hear about the celebrities of Vermont. So I feel like Annie Bedell's name was always spoken on. And I was like, Hey, I'm going to shoot my shot. And, uh, I did. And I have no regrets. All right. Now, Give us a little background. Where do you live? What were you doing at the time that you were being stalked like a celebrity? (laughs) Yeah, so I was at my small town home of Charlotte with my parents. Um, And so, yeah, I believe the timing was that I may have been a junior and Stella was a sophomore. So at the time I'd been dating 
that boyfriend for about two years. So I do think that we'd probably had some crossover. Um, and I, yeah, I was just being a student and it was on the 4th of July and we also connected cause we were both like, oh, fireworks are so loud. I hate them. And she was right where we are sitting right now. We happen to be filming on site at the North hero home. And, um, this is where it all began really. So, wow. So we're doing this almost on an anniversary at the spot it's the 11th today 10th 11th 10th 10th today so we're almost off by by very little uh, almost a year or on the yearly anniversary um was it at all odd you being a junior having somebody a year younger than you um it definitely was interesting more because like we had never met and i don't i had some friends from experiences of moving where I knew how to maintain a relationship virtually or friendship virtually. So it didn't seem all that odd to me to be in that situation. Um, Stella is very mature and it didn't really feel like there was a gap, even though there was an age difference. I think the biggest struggle was just that I could drive and she couldn't yet. So I think that was our only discrepancy. (laughs) That's pretty big. At the time, maybe a little bit. I remember the first time we hung out, we went to a coffee shop near her school. Um, I brought coloring stuff and we got a coffee. And then I drove us because I was like recently able to start driving other people. Um, I drove her. We went to Shelburne Farms and we just took some pictures and like drove around. And yeah. Was it that coffee shop that we used to go to sometimes on the corner there next to the gas station? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's Kevin's Coffee. Kevin's, yeah. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out. Maybe we could, we're we're working on the Lime guy because we talked about the Lime product last last episode. So I I got an email into Andrew working on an endorsement contract there. So maybe I'll contact Kevin if, you know, we maybe say really nice things. It was great coffee. It was great coffee. They also have a lot of wines there, which now being of age, there's a whole like wine and cheese I want to say section and they had like the little bakery but I feel like Kevin's was such a staple to um high school and middle school just going to school there because you could walk after school and get a little mocha and then go sit at the library and read all right now why were you bringing paints to this first get together um yeah so I think they were uh I don't remember if it was markers or colored pencils but they were coloring books I think part of it was to kind of Uh, ease the awkwardness of meeting someone that you know but you don't really know so it was kind of a way to sure Stella said first date it was it was just like a way to um, ease the tension and have sort of something to mutually do at the same time Um, I was also very into coloring books at the time as a 16 year old couldn't tell you why but How, how did how did you react to that um, I was also really into them at the time. I feel like there was a phase where a lot of people I know on the weekends, we would go to Starbucks for four hours and just sit and like do coloring books. So I feel like we probably were like, oh, this is something we both are into. Like, let's just hang out and color. Also, because coloring does reduce anxiety. So I, I do concur that that's probably why we were like, oh, it's something to do while we can chat. But also didn't. Yeah, we did not. But I feel like there was people that came in to Kevin's while we were there I want to say maybe George was one of them or something 
and they were like, oh, like you guys know each other. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, yeah, actually just this is the first time we're meeting. So, yeah. That is correct. I don't remember the exact people, um, but I I want to say there were some people who were like, oh my gosh, what are you guys up to? And we were like, first time we're hanging out. <laughs> yeah. So you didn't color at all? I don't think we did. I think we just chatted and had merry old times and then ended up going on this little adventure to the local nature area. <laughs> And so, um, do you remember what you talked about? I wish I did. Uh, I'm sure it had to do with like the mutual friends we had because there were a lot of people from her middle school that then transferred to my high school. So I think we were like, oh, you know this person and I know this person and probably talked about like what kind of music you like and just sort of different things that you would with a friend and we were both into photography at the time, so we were like, let's go get some Instagram pictures. Um, but uh, I couldn't tell you like when we really like bonded. There was a long period of time where we were sort of like a see you every now and again friend, and then there was just something happened, and we were just like interlocked. I want to say it was like right when you left for Germany. Your Was that your junior year? My senior year? Um, and I remember getting dinner with, you mark and lg and stella wasn't there like i had reached a point where i had this friendship with a family where i went and got dinner with the parents without my friend and i'd never had that before and it was really special and i was like all right these are my people Shh, shh. not supposed to tell anybody about how we hang out with stella's friends a lot <laughs> what, what do you remember is sort of the bonding moment um, I think very similar to that. Like, I think it was definitely a couple months to a year that we were talking and I'd see you like once every couple of months. And it was very um, like every time I saw you is like, you know, get a big hug, catch up. And it was always lovely. But I do think it was like, oh, I'm about to leave. And I think I was with you and Maddie and we went to Skinny Pancake and hung out. And then, um, yeah, because there was also other people. Well, also like Lily and Claire. We were hanging out with sorry the first time we came to this house I think was also a very like forming moment yeah um it was myself Stella and two of our other friends and it was like the perfect weather perfect vibes it was like I want to say it was two nights that we spent here or was it one I think it may have been two I think it may have been two two nights and um I remember I drove us up I think and it was just, but it's funny because I think as we've gotten older, our dynamic looks different. Like it's a rainy day right now. We're all just hanging, recording a podcast. So that was what, that was seven years ago. So yeah, I think you're right. It took about a year before we like went from like acquaintance friends to close friends. You know, I as somebody who's a little older, I find this fascinating that you meet through social media. Have you, do you have other friends you've met this way? Definitely. Um, I think with what Stella said about Vermont being so small, I think it's really easy to connect with other people that are mutual friends. And it kind of almost makes you feel like, oh, I trust them. Like they're friends with Stella. So they must be a good person. I'll follow them back or something like that. I actually have probably upwards of 10 people on social media where I've never met them before but they are friends of my friends and so I like I like to support them like one of Stella's best friends I've never met before and when we talk on the phone we 
make sure to tell we tell each other that we love each other and we've never met but that's just I think who I am as a person um I've met people on vacation and maintained a long-term relationship like over social media with them so it's kind of different I guess in that way but I do think social media nowadays is a good way to maintain friendships or start friendships in like a non-committal kind of way if that makes sense low stakes low stakes kind of way so we're big into name dropping on on this podcast. So who who is the who's the friend that Annie's talking about? Brooke slash also Christian because when we were on our road trip and we would Facetime, I'd, Annie and I have a well, we can get into this in a little bit too. But we for like a good I want to say year and a half, two years. Every Sunday we would Facetime, and so when I was doing a little road trip with one of my good friends from my gap year, every time like I was on the phone with Annie, you know, they got to know each other. And then same at school, like when I was on the phone with Annie, if Brooke was in the room or something, they would talk. So everyone kind of got to know each other that way. This is your road trip that you did first year of the pandemic when you decided that you would go out West with Christian. Correct. And you went to a bunch of national parks. Correct. Okay. So, all right. Um, let's we'll get a little heavy here now. Bring it. Uh, well, first, first talk about. So, what what have you done? Where'd you go to college? What'd you do for work? Mm-hmm. I spent technically five years at the University of Vermont studying secondary education with a concentration in history. So that meant that I would have been certified to teach seventh through 12th. However, I, during the pandemic, um, the Vermont Agency of Education was very open to providing opportunities to people, um, kind of as long as they were on a path. So what I mean by that is I ended up receiving a temporary license or a provisional license so that I could teach fifth and sixth grade, which my degree would not have certified me for. I just spent the last two years teaching fifth and sixth grade social studies, and now I'm returning to the University of Vermont to get a graduate degree to become a counselor for both clinical mental health and school counseling. So talk about your teaching experience. Um, Difficult? Was it what you expected? That is a wonderful question. Um, Some things to consider. I was teaching from the period of time when students had returned to school but still had to mask and were only coming in half the week. So they were learning hybrid style. So they would spend two days in school, three days learning from home. So I was, I entered the teaching field expecting 10 kids in a class to sit in their seats, to not talk, to not eat. It was very like uh, teaching, teaching, like no stress of classroom management to then starting the year off with a full load of 80 children um, all in at the same time. I was teaching a class of like 22 at most, but um, my whole team would be present. And um, I went through the first year like when masks were all of a sudden no longer needed and uh, a lot of anxiety. But the classroom management of behavior has been unexpected. Um, I fell in love with middle school, did not think I would do that. Truly thought I was meant to be a high school teacher. I do not think that anymore. Um, But I definitely was fascinated by the age group. They're very 
dynamic and complex while also being very like simple and silly. And so it was like a fun group to spend time with to understand how their brains worked and find ways to make lessons interesting, um, make projects, something that were fun for them. Um, but it was also really, really, really batshit time to be teaching um, as a first year teacher. I think a lot of um, experienced long-term teachers have said that these past few years have aged them beyond belief. And I feel very hardened and like <laughs> veteran at this point. And that feels very odd. I think especially being in college during the pandemic, like none of this could have been what I expected, I think. And why do you say you would not be likely to teach high school students? I think the reason why I feel that way is because I learned during the last few years that I'm not passionate about social studies, but I'm more passionate about building relationships with kids and teaching them about their development and social emotional needs and stuff like that. And so I think to be a high school teacher, you have to really like know your craft and be really passionate about it. I also think that, um, high schoolers are more apathetic and it takes a lot more energy to get them to feel the same passion that you have. And if I don't have that passion already, it just, I would have probably not had a very successful classroom as a high school teacher. Why do you want to go back to school and not just go back to the classroom? Um, for a couple of reasons now felt like a really good time. As a 24 year old, I'm still on my parents' insurance. So now is a very good time to make big career choices that could be um, not wise if you have children or insurance needs and stuff like that. I am unhinged or like not bound by anything I was going to say unhinged. That's true, but unrelated. Um, we'll get into that in a moment. <laughs> um, but it just felt like a good time in my career and um, I think I was feeling really burnt out already and pretty over the school I was at as it was. Uh, so I knew I needed to change something up. I'll also, for some of my universe girlies out there, I did have a tarot reading um, by someone that worked in my school that basically told me that I, he shared that the cards were saying that I needed to change things up. I needed to leave wherever I was because it was not serving me. And he essentially said, I'll be the first to tell you goodbye, like in a very loving way. And it was really funny and interesting. And um, it was about a week after that, that I found out I got into grad school. And then a week after that, when I chose that I wasn't going to return to my job and to just do school full time. So it was kind of crazy. Wow. That's quite a story. All right. Let's talk about, um, let's talk about your friendship. What, what is it about your friendship? And I'll get to you too, Stella. Um, what is it about your friendship that you feel is important? And I guess, how would you describe your friendship? You can kind of take this question any way you want to go. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do my best to not get emotional when it comes to this person. Um, <laughs> she's now hiding in her hood. I think Stella is probably one of the most selfless humans on this planet. Like there have been so many times in my life where I've just been like down in the dumps and she will show up. Um, there was a time where, so this is a positive one time I was about to go on a first date and she showed up at my house half an hour from hers with a whole kit of like 
get ready for your date. And like, I have a good feeling about this and you should do this. And I was like, all right, sounds good. And I still have that purse to this day. It all came in this beautiful blue purse. Then there was a time where I was like really down bad. And she came to my house, brought me a blanket, brought me like candles and like candy and just like sat with me. And um, like, even though we've had eight years of time and have like Stella traveled the world, I studied abroad. Like we have had many times where we weren't together we've made it so that this friendship doesn't like feel that lack of connection and I think that that's very special and not something that you find with a lot of people or friends so I would say our friendship if I could describe it in a few words consistent um reciprocal I was going to say chaotic for silliness because we, we definitely got some silly moments. I'm, I'm telling a lot of serious things, but like, man, can we be silly? Um, and yeah, I think that's that's where I'll leave it and hear what Stella has to say. Um, thank you. Those are all very kind things. Yeah, I would say my friendship with Annie has always been very balanced and I felt very grounded. Um I think you are someone I'm, I'm looking at her because I want to be intimate but um you are someone that you have a very level head and so I think anytime the people around you are feeling anxious or there's something going on you also show up no questions asked um you're always a phone call away and I think when we were far apart and kind of living our lives whether it was you studying abroad in Australia or um when I was traveling for my gap year we would still send photos and you know you can send voice memos and call and then just throughout college like calling once a week it was so easy and I think sometimes you know it's more of an effort to be like oh are you free this day at this time let's call and it was always just Sunday like you would call or I would call and you'd pick up the phone and it would be so lovely to catch up um but yeah just so many moments even though as you said like it wasn't necessarily like we were consistently together all the time but when I reflect on the past eight years you are a very present person whether it was like I saw you once a month or you know once every week if it was in the summer so yeah I feel like you have taught me a lot about how to be a good person and show up as a friend and I admire you and you are like a celebrity so I still feel that way. I think it's really neat that you guys are able to have periods of time you don't see each other every day and that you can just pick up where you left off, which I guess leads me to my next question. Do you at all worry now that you're in different places? Stella's down in D.C. You're still back here in Vermont. You, How are you going to maintain your friendship? That's a wonderful question. I do feel like um, over this past year, both of us, like her, Stella being in her senior year and me going through like changes with a job, um, starting a pretty serious relationship, like we haven't maintained our long term or our weekly conversations um, that we had been for a long time. I think as we're starting to settle into our routines, we'll probably pick up something like that. Um, I also had two things on that last topic of... um, we would be remiss to not include another part of our friendship, which has been Lily. Shout out to Lily. The three of us will text every single day whenever there's a time on the clock that's consecutive numbers. So like one 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 two 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 three three three. We are texting each other, which are angel numbers. So those are very like universal, like important kind of like a connecting moment. And so 
we're always doing that. Um, I had another point and then I lost it, but I, I'm sure we'll find something. Oh, Lily and I, this was the other one. We um have already been planning trips down to DC, so um, we'll find find time to connect. And I know Stella will be home because she has you guys to bug, so I'll probably come bug you guys too. So there's that. Those are some options. Well, she said she was coming home to visit us, but you know her mom and I know really what the agenda was. Well, we didn't even know Stella was going to come home. It felt very um, impulsive and we loved it. And I'm really glad that it could work out that way. And I think that it's kind of a two for one in that um, she gets to see you guys. I get to see you guys. At the end of the day, this is all about you and LG. So there you go. How are you planning to maintain the relationship? Um, Well, I will say I think this friendship has always been somewhat long distance because even in high school it's not like we would see each other very much it was a lot of it was over the phone so I think in my for like for me it's very normalized that I don't see Annie all the time but she still feels very present like you're saying every day it is you know it's like clockwork that we are texting each other or sharing photos and um like I think just being connected to someone that you love it doesn't really matter if you know I was in China and she was in Boston like you make it work and yeah I mean I'll visit home they'll come here I'm sure if if someone winds up moving somewhere else there's always going to be effort put in because they're very important people to me but um yeah I mean I think it's obviously I wish there was times where I could drive five minutes and give you a huge hug like that would be a beautiful thing but I will say it's just like very normalized um, for most friendships like when you get older to just learn how to maintain it and I think it's very special when you find a balance that works for both people because I've never felt like oh like you know I'm texting her too much or I'm bugging her you know she doesn't want to talk to me and hopefully you know you feel the same so I feel like that's you know you're on the same wavelength of your communication styles and obviously being realistic that like there are big life things happening and um priorities that might not always be the other but still always like doing as much as you can to be there and reach out have you guys ever argued about anything I don't believe I can think of a single thing that we've ever argued about um something I also was thinking about is because we've always sort of had this we don't see each other on a daily basis I do think that our relationship is very different than maybe some of our like close friends from high school or now close friends from college where we're learning what it looks like to be different in a different dynamic but we've always had that dynamic so I do think that also makes our relationship a lot more special and also not as like you're saying like it's it's pretty easy to be connected for us because that's how it's always been but um that was something that I was just saying about as you said it was like wait that's not true for all of our friendships in our lives so what where we might feel more like insecure about the ways that we're connected or like are we talking enough are we still friends and stuff that has never really crossed my mind but yeah no arguments <laughs> so what are the arguments you've had she doesn't want to talk about <laughs> no we, we genuinely have never argued about anything I feel like if there were to ever be something that we disagreed on if anything it would be like not about us if that makes sense like it might be about a situation happening for like someone that we care about or some I don't know like I actually can't think of anything because I feel like we do see eye to eye but oh she's raising her hand I think our taste in men is different sometimes I think that can be a point of of disagreement 
in a loving, respectful way. <laughs> but then there are also some where we do cross over and we're like, yes, we can agree. I was just going to say something and lost. Oh, well, I feel like in a way that is also better than us having the exact same type yeah. and having a friendship where you're competing for a man because I do feel like in middle school going to a school with like you know a grade of 12 people there was always a lot of people liking the same boy liking the same girl and so being able to have friendships where you know you do have different tastes in people it's kind of nice because I feel like I learn a lot from you like based off of who you're attracted to or how those people are treating you how the situation is and vice versa but I do think like out of love and respect for like one of my best friends if there's a man that she's speaking on that the situation does not seem good or maybe I meet them and I don't get the greatest first impression I will speak on that because I'm like you know this is someone that you care about and I care about you and even if it's ultimately like not my business not my relationship you just kind of want to you know stick up for the people that you love so yeah well I have to say I've met your current boyfriend great guy really really like him well, so that just reminded me of um, another past person that I had you guys meet once, and he was certainly not the person for me. And I think that was probably one of the first times where Stella was very honest in saying, like, I don't think that this person's treating you the way you deserve. And I don't think anyone else would have felt brave enough or trusted enough to share that information. I think it was like a very, like, I... I don't think I could have heard that from any other person but Stella because I like I understood what she was saying. I knew she was coming at it with love and trying to like be there for me and protect me. And I think that then when that relationship inevitably ended, then I went straight to your house and we got McDonald's slushies and we said good riddance. But um, yeah, there have been, as Stella said, I think earlier, there have been some frogs that I've had to kiss to get my prints now. And um yeah, but anyways. So you know what I heard in that answer? Potential other sponsor, McDonald's slushies. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Give me some chicken nuggets. All right. So any, uh, we'll just have a concluding final thoughts here. Um, I mean, I think you two really have a great friendship. That thing you mentioned about being able to be honest with somebody about something and them knowing that you have their best interests at heart is pretty huge. I mean, it only took me probably, I don't know, 60 plus years to figure that out. So, I mean, good for you guys to have done that. Yeah, I think um, there were a lot of ways that this friendship could have not happened to. And Stella sent that message. She said, nope, I'm going to make this one happen. And so thankful for her thankful for you mark or as i like to call him jamarcus any final thoughts from you thankful for both of you um life is a blessing it all works out the way it's supposed to we are lucky girls and i think my only disappointment in all of this is that um lily donnelly wasn't here today was thinking about maybe coming up and um but we'll um we'll we'll chat with her maybe another day yeah all right thank you both Thank you, Mark and Stella. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks for all of you listening, too, and um, we love all of you.